22 pages later with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. That intro was so dated. <laughs> yeah, I guess the music does do that. <laughs> Guys, I am so excited to do this podcast. We have a lot of people. We have a little bit of time, so I'm getting right into it. Welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 144. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap. And with me, as always, is the man who flexes his brain muscle every show, MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. What, what horror film was that? Oh, um, the one with the android. The one with the android. Well, no. Anybody? Anybody? Nope. Nightmare on Elm Street? Yep. All right! <laughs> Nailed it! <laughs> Good job. We'll explain who this guy is in a second. Six points to Gryffindor. Right. Hold on a second. He gets the question, and he's not even next on the intro list. <laughs> yeah, I know. Shit, shit happens like that. I was about to say live TV, but it's neither of that. Um, um, and the other host with us, before I introduce our guest, is the man who flexes his tech muscle, RT Square, Ralph the Tech. So the other day, I was meditating deeply, trying to reach enlightenment, and a thought occurred to me. Children with imaginary friends are considered creative, but then adults with imaginary friends are considered schizophrenic. Hmm. <laughs> That's fucked up, dude. That's life, though. Did your imaginary friend tell you that? <laughs> yeah. yeah they, we were having a conference. All right, so like I said before, we're very excited because for the first time in a long time, we're doing the podcast in the same room. And on top of that, we have guests, so a couple of firsts. So our first guest... He's a longtime friend of the podcast and a longtime friend of mine since um, college years. The author of the Sons of Fate independent comic book series. We are back! <laughs> and most importantly, the second place runner-up and the finalist of the MFG Star Wars quiz. Please there was only two of us. <laughs> that means you were last. You still, you still got second place. Yeah. Please, please give, it, loser. please give it up for John Paul Deshaun. J.P. Deshaun. <laughs> Yeah. Hit that sound effect. Hit that sound effect. Oh, where, I gotta find it. Where's, oh the, where's that angry mob? Do the other one. Do the one you did. Oh where's my it? lord. It's where like, is watch, it? Hit it's a like watching already. Mr. Magoo. <laughs> it's, this is crazy. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, all right. There we go. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank it just you. sounds thank like a bunch of people here. spanking yeah. children now. <laughs> or spanking themselves. Here, here, uh, here's this. Woo! There it is. A little late, but okay. And our second guest is another good friend of the podcast, a working actor, and most importantly, the champion of the MFG Star Wars quiz. Please give it up for a jazz without a Z. Wow, He's nice. not getting an See, award. He, remember, he remembered my side. <laughs> <laughs> He's not getting an award. My guys were locked outside. <laughs> oh, here it is. Oh, my God. Oh, here it is. <laughs> you just stumble upon this work, don't you? You stumble upon this shit. Okay, all right. So... We're here to talk about the occurrence that happened a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Today, we will examine, dissect, and talk about Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. But first, we have way too many voices for a long, clever intro. And Mike's probably going to tell you that my intros aren't clever anyway, so fuck it. Here's the quick news. And now, the quick news with Mike, the finance guy. And Ralph and Cap. I don't have to tell you anything. The fans know it. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm keeping this quick news quick because we're going to be talking a lot about this uh, Star Wars, is it? 
What is this thing called the Star Wars? Exactly. Oh All right, so in the meantime, you will believe a woman can be canceled. DC Comics just released its May 2020 solicitations, and The Girl of Steel, The Maiden of Might, is listed DOA among the printing. The current volume of Supergirl will conclude with May's issue number 42. So far, DC Comics is tight-lipped on whether there will be a new series launched, and the publisher is equally hush-hush on the reason for the cancellation. I, n- I haven't picked up the book in such a while, so I, I mean, I watched the That would the probably show. be the reason for the cancellation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's your fault, Cap. Yeah, it's all my How fault. How dare you not support Supergirl? Oh, here we go. Me Too movement. Here we go. She's got a bra for that. Wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good timing on that one there, Ralph. <laughs> I'm, I'm warming up. Yeah, there you go. All right. What else you got there, Mike? All right. And the final, because I said it's going to be quick. I guess if Rocky can do it. The world's whip-crackingest archaeologist is set to begin production of Indiana Jones 5. If you thought Harrison Ford was way too old for the role in 2008's Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, just imagine what adding 12 more years will do. The 77-year-old actor says that production will begin as early as April or as late as this summer. I would say that in agreeing to do this film, Ford is giving us the middle finger, but I don't think he has that much joint movement. (laughs) (laughs) Can Indiana Jones move around with a walker? Like how, how does he... He's like, hold on, hold on. Let me get my whip. Let me just, it's, on, it's on the other side of the basket. Not, <laughs> not to sound fucked up, but wouldn't it be interesting, or, or I wonder if the studio had a contingency plan for you're in the middle of this production and he dies. Mm. What would the contingency plan be? I don't it's, know. It's like called they have CGI like pl- phased body double. Mm. <laughs> That's what that is. But the only one they've so far done well is just for Princess Leia. I imagine. And they didn't gonna, do that well. Hopefully, <laughs> they'll play it where they're... Part of the story will be that he's too old. Kind of yeah, like well, I think uh, they the said that the show is supposedly showing us his early years, but I'm like, isn't that the the TV is that, show? Isn't that Solo? <laughs> Wasn't that the TV <laughs> show? <laughs> we don't talk about Solo here. Oh, good. Okay, okay, okay. Or at least I don't. Unless it's a red Solo cup. Ah. ah. Wow. Okay. I drink you. I no, no, no. I, I, I was hoping you were singing. No, no, no. Mike, is that all your quick news? It is. All right, cool. Ralph, any quick news? Yes. What is it? We have two guests on the show. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Gentlemen, any quick news before we go diving right into Star Wars? No, let's do it. I mean, nothing that's worth mentioning. Okay, there you go. So I wonder if this movie's going to be... eternal life, but it's not worth mentioning. Let's go. (laughs) Actually, one of the things does have to do with Eternals, but again, it's not... Okay. All right. right. Apparently, an article came out that apparently uh, Eternals, which comes out later this year, is going to have the first openly gay relationship in a Marvel movie and feature uh, same-sex kiss on screen, which, cool, but it's nothing to brag about. Yeah, it was just kind of like one of those things of, it's 2020, if you're bragging about this? Yeah, there's no need to to make a big deal out of it. Just just let it happen. They're going to say, yeah, we also have black people in the front of the bus, and we have uh, a a married couple. Hey, we already had the Black Panther film. They've they've already covered that. (laughs) Actually, technically, Cap ran out in the front. There you go. That's true, too. (laughs) Unless it's somebody that I know, I really wouldn't care too much. Mike, is it you? Is it somebody that you know? Is it anybody that we know? I don't know. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. All right. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, let's go right for it. It's funny that, that um, Jazz has said before he told us about the Eternals because I don't know if it's worth mentioning. I'm pretty interested to see if this movie is even worth mentioning. So let's go right into it. So what we're going to talk about today, we're gathered here today to discuss Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Wait, what? We're doing Rise of Skywalker? Yeah, that's what they were paying me here to do. Oh, I thought we were going to see 
or talk about Duel of the Fates. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the leaked Colin Trevorrow script, the one that could have been? Yeah, didn't you see that? <laughs> no, they didn't make the movie. Oh, God. See, see, oh, I dreamt? Oh, thank God. <laughs> this is what happens when you bring Star Wars nerds onto your podcast. But with the synopsis now, to tell us the movie that we saw, I guess, and what the thoughts are, is MFG Mike the Finance Guy. Ah, about time. <laughs> Alrighty, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker is the ninth film of the core Star Wars franchise that began in 1977. The film is the final installment of the Skywalker saga based on characters by George Lucas. Rise of Skywalker was directed by J.J. Abrams from a screenplay by Abrams and Chris Terrio. The film centers heavily on the force-wielding character Rey as she finds her destiny amid an impending attack of a massive First Order fleet. Rise of Skywalker had an estimated budget of $275 million, with a domestic take so far of $512 million and a worldwide total of $1.06 billion, with a B, since its opening on December 20th. The film currently has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 52%, 86% audience, and a Metacritic score of 53 out of 100, with 49 out of 100 for the audience. Alrighty, synopsis. When last we saw the wacky Darth Sidious, he was comically thrown down a reactor shaft to his demise by his once loyal steam heater Darth Vader. However, in a story idea ripped from the headlines of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You?, our gang of adventurers is faced with the possible g-g-ghosts of Darth Sidious. Unfortunately, the spooky space kook is not unmasked to be a farmer running a real estate scheme. Rather, it is the real evil Emperor Palpatine, still alive by some explanation that you will never care to remember, and somehow building an unfathomable army, armada of star destroyers. How? I guess even dead white politicians have good credit. <laughs> Meanwhile, Shaggy and Scooby, aka Poe and Finn, spend a deal of a great deal of the movie proving the uselessness of their gender, because in this trilogy, Rey is a wound-healing, cargo ship exploding, ultimate Sith Lord vaporizing sister that is doing it for herself. Now, since 1999, this much beloved and venerated franchise has been plagued by questionable sequels, prequels, and one-offs following the end of the original trilogy in 1983. Rise of Skywalker is a disjointed, chaotic, plot-hole-riddled, fan-servicing spectacular that even Yoda passed on making an appearance. The tagline for the film is, the saga will end, the story lives forever. But desecrating the corpse of Return of the Jedi to bring audiences the surprise of Palpatine, I think another movie quote would have been more appropriate. Sometimes dead is better. <laughs> All right, when you got Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, Adam Driver, Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, Oscar Isaacs, those are all of our regulars. We got Anthony Daniels, Naomi Aki as Jana, um, Damal Gleason as General Hux, that was the traitor. Richard E. Grant as Lieutenant General Pride, Lupita Nyong'o as Maz Kanata, Carrie Russell, that was Carrie Russell, by the way, guys, yeah, as Zuri Bliss, uh, Juna Sutamo as Chewbacca, Kelly Marie Tran as Rose Tico, Ian McDermott as Palpatine, uh, Darth Sidious, and Billy D. Williams as Lando Calrissian. All right, so let's get into it. Star Wars, Episode Nine. But before we do that, Let's press that spoiler button that we pay so much money for. We paid more Warning, than these the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. He sounds like he's flicking his nose up at us even in recording. So mm. that, that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stush Productions. Join the Stush side. We have cookies. Ah, Stush. <laughs> All right. So let's get into it. Star Wars Episode Nine, and this first question, I'm gonna divide it into two groups. This first question, the non-Star Wars geeks and my Star Wars geeks. So that's Mike and Ralph, you people at home who are not who are Star Wars people, but not or know of Star Wars, but not into it as these as these others too. So first question, when we talk about Star Wars and and this last trilogy, 
it's supposed to be wrapping up the entire Star Wars lineage so far. Kind of the way that Endgame wrapped up the Marvel Universe so far. Did it do its job as that kind of a film? And where did it fall short? That's a lot of questions. That's a big <laughs> no, That's pretty much the whole review. <laughs> I'm glad you figured that out. <laughs> that's, a, that's huge. Um, I mean, did it wrap it up? Sure. I mean, it did. I'm sorry, wrapped it up well. Um, no, it, it wrapped it up <laughs> as, well as, as well as they were planned on, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the most I could really say. I mean, it did wrap it up. Uh, it has many more questions that I don't care to ask. <laughs> I guess that's the way of putting it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm ready to move on to whatever their next phase is. Hopefully something either far, far in the future or far, far in the past. But uh, yeah, the Skywalker saga is done. Okay, Ralph? I felt it, it was a decent enough bookend for the whole Star Wars saga and still left opportunities for future franchises. I, I do hear that they're talking about making Old Republic movies, which I would love to see. You know, But this was a good way to to end this whole... What is this? How many years is it? From, from the original... 33. 33? Yeah. Yeah, yeah this, it's, it's about time. So this was like they were like, just fuck it, just end it. So you felt like they made it like a, a, a just fuck it ended. Like, it, it was like just a, a, it's like that that DIY bookend that you buy at IKEA and you you try to put it together the right way, but no matter how you do it, it doesn't look like it's supposed to look like in the picture. Like that. Are you do you, do you have to put together a bookend? Yeah. <laughs> when it's IKEA, yeah. <laughs> Everything comes with instructions and you gotta assemble it. Yeah, a, a door stand fucking comes with that. Um, Jazz and JP, same question. You first. Uh, did it wrap it up well? You did first. it wrap it up? Hell's well. not. I didn't. <laughs> no, I look. I'm not proud. I've been talking about. This. I'm not proud or happy when I say this. This is a bad movie. It's wow. We got him. We got him. We got him recording saying that shit. <laughs> yeah. No. It's it's not good. It's here's my biggest thing with it. And like so, when we go from Force Awakens to Last Jedi, from Episode Seven to Episode Eight, there are a lot of questions that the audience have about who's this character how is how does this all fit together there are questions that we have it doesn't lead you to assume anything but it brings up these questions then episode eight comes along and it answers a lot of those questions it doesn't give you the answers that you might want but it but it answers the questions and it ties up threads of the storyline episode nine goes out of its way to give the middle finger to last jedi and the narrative and because it does that it sacrifices a good story Mm -hmm. so because it's going out of its way to try to satisfy the whiny fan base it can't it can't have its own story and mm-hmm. it can't wrap up the saga well because it's trying to fix things that doesn't need to be fixed okay all right jp Ooh, hold on <laughs> as he drinks from his solo cup ah. um i liked it wow oh man that's, me, that's amazing let me quali- <laughs> let me qualify that please i agree what you just said jazz about what it what the last Jedi did in terms of deepening the star Wars mythology, which is what these last three movies should have been Uh, four, five and six were the introduction one, two and three should have (laughs) were the origins. And then seven, eight and nine should have been the growth. So we understand and learn what the force is. And I think that the last Jedi did a brilliant job in not only 
starting to answer those questions, but even deepening the lore oh, yeah. and the end results of major characters in their final moments of their life. I think the bigger problem of this movie that I'm not diminishing on, that I'm not adding to what I thought of the movie individually is the fact that you have three chefs telling one story. I would have rather have seen Ryan Johnson finish what he started than have J.J. Abrams finish it. But with that being said, it's not the world I live in. Right. And I got the rise of the sky. I got the rise of Skywalker. <laughs> and I didn't hate it. I I thought seven, eight, and nine, honestly, I'm gonna say it. And if you want to throw tomatoes at me, that's fine. My door's open. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Because I was like kicked out before about the Spider-Man thing. Yeah. <laughs> Some psychologist <laughs> bullshit you said off podcast, but go ahead. I mean, I just don't care if they're in high school. That's me, what me, I'm me, me. Okay. Yeah. Um I like these three out of all of, all three trilogies. Wow. Really? I do. Now, wow. what did you say you like these three? Clarify what you mean by that. I think the I, I think it told the best ideology of the Force branching out in terms of what Star Wars is about. So if this is the redemption, let me ask. Let me, let me, <laughs> you let me, can leave. No, no, no. I was going to say, if four, five, and six are the redemption of Anakin Skywalker, seven, eight, and nine are the redemption, literally, of of Kylo Ren. Yeah, but Kylo Ren shouldn't have been redeemed. I hear you. Yeah. I, I give you that. Like, Rey shouldn't have been a, a Palpatine. No, definitely not. I, I, so there are Spoiler things that, there are things that <laughs> we I... We gave him the warning. I, the warning happened. The, the things yeah, that but for things, those who skipped past that and was like, I already heard this. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Spoiler warning. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the things that I don't disagree with, I can't take with me because that's not the movie we were given. So I'm looking at it in terms of what I was given and as I was given... I thought the rise, the charm in the rise of Skywalker was the fact that all this time we thought it was about Ray when it was really it was about Kylo Ren, and that's straight J.J. Abrams. Yeah, J.J. Abrams. But lost see, I don't see it as all. I, I see it trying yeah, but, to be about both of them and failing the, equally on both parts because because Kylo Ren, like you said, he doesn't deserve redemption. It's it's not a guy that was kind of stumbled a little bit and like just went along with the Nazi party. It's I like agree. You've killed hundreds, probably thousands of people directly. I agree. And ordered. The killing of thousands of more, that your one re re act of redemption towards the end doesn't make you go like, oh, we're all forgiven. He's good. He deserves to go into the forest and, and be a ghost or something along that. Like it just doesn't I have totally that agree feel. With that. Well, sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. And then Ren, you know, like I said, her shoehorned history because we're, that, we're not, we're, yeah, we're not given anything. To, we're not ever made to think about Palpatine, and not in a clever way. It's not like we saw some figure in the shadow behind Snopes like you know when he when he was Snoke. done Snook I'm sorry Snoke Snoke I'm Snoke. Sorry. sorry about that um Snoke? Behind, behind Snoke when he was um, done talking right we didn't hear was that a sinister laugh in the background does that remind you of something we didn't hear right. any of that right it's just she suddenly became a Palpatine because somebody had that idea on the the cutting room floor because they write it in chapters instead of right writing the whole thing out and breaking so that like her, so her idea of a story just also didn't flow for me because it didn't feel like a real story but here's the thing though and first of all I will say that and I've said to everybody who have talked to I'm legit happy that you like this movie I'm not like poo-pooing or anything like that to anybody that has seen family members that have liked it I'm like I'm very very happy for you because I wanted to enjoy it I just didn't right when it comes to things that's having it secretly be about Kylo Ren, it makes us because Kylo Ren, he had the chance to be a really good character because he started off and yes, he was episode seven, full on bad guy. That was a thing. Right. And episode eight, he got a lot of development with, I loved. with his character. So it, it yeah. had the potential for him to be the big bad, a very prominent character in episode nine. He got benched for Palpatine. Yeah. Kylo Ren's yeah. character. But, um, but the thing is with whole, whole Ray forcing our history, the thing is, 
they changed their mind for no reason. Yeah, that's what like, and it they, feels like, like they changed oh, there their was, mind. There was a reason. The oh, reason okay. was fear. Yes, yeah. they were afraid. Yes, of but it's the fucking backlash. stupid. Right. I agree with right. you. Well, I agree. Well, the, I agree. as we talked off um, off podcast, it's just like it's this fear of progression. You know that it's just like well, we can't introduce anything new or we can't create this other story. So let's just go backwards for a villain. And you're like, but you went back for a villain that definitely shouldn't be alive. Okay, but with <laughs> that being said, because I agree with all of that, and what I'm saying is that the idealistic way that we're looking at it in terms of what we're saying is the way it should have went is not the way it went. Right. I'm not judging it on what I thought it should have done. I'm judging it on what I saw. And I have to say, did they tie up the ends that they started? Sure. I would. I wanted Ray to be a nobody. The Force doesn't work right. in... Well, it doesn't work in convenience. That's not how the Force right. works. Right. It doesn't work in convenience. As much right. as I love, The Last Jedi is my favorite Star Wars movie. Wait, and it is, it is, for me, it is wow. went past Empire. It is because it... Past Empire? Yeah, because I'll oh tell you this. God. Here's a... Ready? Get ready for this. I don't know if I'm ready for the last comment gonna, you said. I'm going <laughs> to... Remember that part in the cave with Luke and Dagobah and yeah. Chewie and... I mean, in, in Vader in the face? Yeah, Chewie was there. That Chewie. was great. <laughs> <Chewie>. <laughs> I remember um, that moment. Chewbacca shows up. Seven, <laughs> seven eight, and nine, well, I'll say more eight, especially eight, and maybe nine because it had some residual, was all subtext. Whatever what, what whatever they were really saying was not the surface of what you were seeing. There was always something of me. So you see Luke, he's a curmudgeon, but the truth is that the dot and he didn't right. learn. And for those who we had a couple people were like, oh, I didn't like this Luke's character. It's like, it's exactly Luke's character. He made the same mistake he made 30 years ago. He had his new protege and his mentor come back and tell him that. How did you miss that? Um, I think that the movie, because I think what we're dis- what we all agree about, and what I what I'm not saying that you're saying is that I'm not judging it on the fact that it wasn't done in terms of how it should have been. Which should have been one dude, one idea, one story, and not thrown out every time they brought in. Oh, here are my ideas, because I think that's the Hollywood machine. I think right. that's why asked, that's why most movies are mediocre at right. best. Oh, yeah. because but the thing is, I'm not judging on the, the should have been. I'm judging on what I saw. Or, you know, as, as again, like especially as a non-fan of Star Wars, I, I'm judging on what I saw, and they still didn't oh, give Ray, me anything. Ray did, you know? the, Palpatine was shoehorned. I didn't know what was starting it. I remember the dead speak, and I was like, what? Palpatine's alive? You <laughs> yeah. know, it, it's kind of that. Um, so I'm very much cross in the beginning. My hands are already like, oh, God, and doing this Palpatine me too. nonsense. And but then I saw Kylo Ren come in and be Kylo Ren, and I thought the one thing I do like about these new movies is that the kid went for it. He was a little whiny in the first one, but the second a one he little? killed his master. In the first one, in the first I one, I said a was, little. Well, okay, but I mean out of the three movies, right? In the first one, he was whiny. Okay, so right. he was the thought tantrum. The second one, he he kind of had to decide when the master kind of gave him the old dad shit after he killed dad. <laughs> he basically said, "Well, I'm gonna go for it," and went for it, and then kind of. Give me your hand, and but the it first time went we see go... him in Episode Nine, he's still throwing a tantrum. What do you mean? When the first time we, oh, when literally he's going, the first time he's we see him in Episode Nine, going, yeah. going to kill like, him, he's the still Hulk throwing a tantrum. No, I'm like, he went, Jesus, no, he, what, what, here's what happened. He found out there was a new power. Uh, there was a new person trying to vie power in the universe, and went after him. So that first five minutes of him going to find the dude without permission, without help. Because that first scene is all him and the, the stone troopers and the last scene when he's in the forest is by himself. Right. Then he's off by himself. Then he's off by himself. And he goes into, it, what was the place called? Exegol. Exegol. Because it wasn't Korriban or Moribon. Yeah, because that'd be way too easy. Okay, Star Wars fist bump right there. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, if you don't know, you don't deserve to know. But 
no, no, Corabona Moribon. They changed it. I've that heard, was, yeah, I've heard. It's, it's, it's it, in the old it mythos, it's the Sith home Homeworld. Yeah, it was the birth of the Sith. So it'd yeah. be way too easy just to use the same planet, right. but we have to call right. it Exegol right. for I, They said Exegol, and I went, what? I know, but like you had every opportunity, <laughs> and you could, but like, no, let's just do something yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's, let's call it something else. But him going to Exegol, and him going into the lair and still talking that shit with the dudes in his head. Like, you know, that was, oh, shit, it wasn't this dude all alone, but he saw, like, you're going to die. Made me go, okay. So I wasn't... Yeah, proceeds so, immediately not to die. I, and then, yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then immediately talked to him, and then the dude talked him into it. But I already left my expectation at the door that this was going to be a representation of what the sub subtle beauty and longevity of what The Last Jedi is going to prove, which is that people are going to get over this shit about Luke being not knocking down AT-ATs and understand that what he did was probably the not only the strongest effect version of the Force you could ever do, but it was basically the best Jedi thing in a Star Wars movie because had Luke not done what he did, the Resistance would have been over. Right. And there's no other Jedi in the Star Wars nine movies that right. have ever done that. I mean, I've never argued that. I, mean, I don't no, no, know no, people, not, you know, I mean, I, of the non... No, Star Wars fanatic people, I've never heard anyone argue that part. But yeah, I know, I'm, right. I'm not arguing yeah. the last shot. I'm saying that I knew that this movie wasn't going to be a continuation of that. Right. So when I came in and I heard it was Palpatine and they go, the force is a thing. And I went, oh, he's doing the shit in the opera. Okay. I, I had to buy it because I, you guys know I hate, and I don't hate anything. I hate episode one, two, and three with a passion. The prequels can... They can go. Every, that's, everybody that's, should. That's why you no, said not every, There are people. Listen. I didn't say they, that, that everyone does. I said everyone should. For those who, <laughs> I, I'll tell you, I'll give you a sentence right now. For those, anybody you run into your life who is a prequel fan, and they're like, "Oh, the prequels are better than everything." Hit them with this. Ready? This works. <laughs> Uncle Ben owned. I'm sorry, Uncle Owen owned C3PO as C3PO, sounded like C3PO, doing C3PO shit, and. Revenge of the Sith, but didn't know him in A New Hope. Right. Yeah. They're okay. your prequels. That's how dumb they were. Right. Okay. Wait, you're supposed to add a Kenton protocol. He wasn't like 3PO? What the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but to my point, what they did, nostalgia-wise and story-wise, made sense in the story they were telling. Not the story I wanted. See, I, again... And I think what I wanted was something far grander, which was the whole argument about... I realize I'm not a Star Wars fan as much as I am a story fan because I'm not talking... I, I've divided very much into the two factions. I let go. We got less Jedi. We're not going to see it. And I very much went in there and said, this was a dud. If it was the worst thing I ever saw, it's at least still have the last Jedi. I didn't like Return of the Jedi either when I was nine years old and I saw it because I thought it was soft, but I knew it was, e it was supposed to be Wookiees instead of Ewoks. Yeah, see, but see, for me, it's... it's like I said, just from just even from storytelling, it was just disjointed. Like I, it, the Star Wars films always begin with their little crawl, which kind of tells you that time has gone by. They right. they rarely ever tell you exactly how much time, and that's fine. Right. I don't need to know the exact number. This movie, and I've talked to a lot of other people that have the same feeling, and I'll see if it, if it works here. I felt like I missed another movie. It, it it just started off so I'm like, what is going on here? That even the crawl told me stuff, but it just felt like I missed a lot of something. But isn't that always what Star Wars has done? This Star one Wars particular, in I felt very disjointed else. in it. Yeah, so but, that, but I mean, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. no, no, because uh, to your point, when you watch four, five, and six, even though you pick up where the crawl ends, you can kind of fill in the blanks and feel comfortable with it. It feels like a different set of movies, like the ending of seven going into eight, even though it's right after you yeah. know, Ray's giving right, um, right, Luke right. the... And he just tosses it. You're like, 
the fuck just happened? Where, what the fuck am I? Is it an alternate universe? Well, you're but, supposed but, to do that. Right. But, I mean, we all went, oh? Yeah, but I'm just saying, it, it was just so jarring as it is. And also, it felt just like what it is, is that you have two different writers. Right. And it, and and it, it was, felt yeah. like it. And two different directions. Tone, tone was you know? different. Right. right. I mean, it was so right. different that like it just pulled me out of it. I mean, again, this is, it just, already I'm like, wait, did I miss something? Because I'm thinking like, what, what happened in the last thing that I saw? Um, it just, I don't feel that it was good fan service. Again, I'm not a fan. I like Star Wars, but... I didn't feel like I was being pandered to, or as much. Or, no, sorry. I didn't feel like I was being uh, fan service as much as being pandered to. I guess that's what I felt like. Um, and a lot of it felt very pushed. Um, like like watching Ray, you know, use the Force. It's like, okay, so you, you're you're going out of your way to show us that she's evidently the most powerful Force user we've ever seen, ever. Like that we've seen. I mean, besides what Luke did at the end of Last Jedi, I mean, like she's sitting there floating around, not even little rocks. She's got boulders on basically you know, these like head-sized rocks maybe, floating around. Did you? I didn't get that. Get I didn't. What? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't well, because they I opened. Well, see, see, I I felt it as very much because it is a very Me Too time period. It was very much a very Me Too moment. Like that she was floating up high. She's controlling all these rocks and stuff like that. And then she didn't even break out and fall because isn't that what happened to um. Luke, when he was trained, like he got, yes, right. But... She didn't, she was alerted. She floated back down. Like she, it proved in every way that she was superior in use than Luke. And I'm okay. I'm not pro Luke. It I'm was not... just a very strong feeling. And then watching her, for instance, as she's going through her training, which again, the training felt like it was more fan service training or just for the sake of, of introducing something that you left out because like, she's, it's like her training seemed unnecessary, but necessary, if that makes any kind of sense. I thought the training was more towards the description of where she was going through. So I don't agree with the, her being powerful. I don't think she's powerful at all. I think the one thing the last Jedi. I would did, say definitely she's able to adjust and learn quicker than anybody's seen. I don't think she's the most powerful. Okay, I, I'm I, not I, saying I, it is. I, I'm, again, I'm I talking on the point. I'm talking on, again. More, yeah. Right. Again, I'm not for, talking about that they're saying. I'm just saying as, as a watcher. Because again, as a watcher, I'm go I can only go on what I've seen. You know, well, I have no more knowledge so that when I think about Luke using the Force right. and I'm watching her, this is even before she pulls down a cargo ship. <laughs> okay. Well, here's the thing that, that I had, and this is the whole argument of story versus me being a story fan over me being a um, Star Wars fan. A um, friend of mine, when we met a long time ago, and we one of the first things we found we were common with was we're, we love Star Wars, and we were talking, and you like Star Wars, I like Star Wars too, and you hope it or not. And he said, man, it's one part of a new hope I hate. And I'm like, what is it? And he said, oh, when he went in there and he... They, the Death Star brought in the Falcon and they went, the Stormtroopers went in there and they, you heard them shoot and they came out. They had no burn marks. And I was like, wait, what? He was like, dude, there was no burn marks on, on the outfits. They were clean. And I'm like, shit, man, that was 20 years. I never gave that any thought. <laughs> but he was absolutely right. He was like, I know that at like four, baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I didn't know that until I was 25 because you just told it to right. me. Um, so when I hear, so when I, in, in terms of that and telling the story, it's very disjointed looking back that Luke knew anything without any training. But I have to understand that that's the, how I took it was. I had to throw out the fact that the common sense of what I know is not the common sense of the storytelling of Star Wars. That Luke could learn the Force, I guess, just by feeling things, which is how he was the first one to ever, in, in, in visual, yeah. in, yep. pull the lightsaber out of the ice. Yeah. There's no Obi-Wan. There's nobody teaching him. I wrote a Star Wars script years ago that... Marvel never looked at it. It was Dark Horse back then. Right. About Luke learning the Force 
I'll, I'll go into another day. But <laughs> the whole problem of Luke was that because he had no mentor, he didn't know where to go. Mm-hmm. And so in terms of me thinking like that, how do you learn how to pull unless you kind of do the, you know, ray at the thing. You will close the door and you open these locks and close the door, leave the, put your gun on the ground or whatever she said. Um, and to what you said about her being powerful, I do think that The Last Skywalker did one thing. And I'm talking a lot, so I'm going to Rise stop. of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. What did I say? The Last Skywalker. I'm sorry. That's, a, <laughs> you know, The Last Jedi. <laughs> should have been The That's Last the movie Skywalker. You wanted, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> it was Duel of Fates. The vampire Kylo Ren. But, you know, I'm kidding. Um, one thing I think they answered the question of was everybody complained about in the, uh, Seven was how could Ray beat Kylo Ren in a fight? And I'm like, well, he's using the force to hold his guts together. Ask her, Chewie shot him with the bowcaster and he's thinking about his dad and she could fight. But clearly she wasn't skilled, but he's cabling his guts. Comic book fans, we know yes, what right. that means. <laughs> you know, he's side cabling his guts. I'd like the fact that the last Skywalker answered the fact that on even pow- at, at 100% capacity, who's going to win that fight? Kylo Ren beat her to exhaustion. You mean Last Jedi? Oh, God. What's wrong with me? <laughs> the, the Where last, did we begin? The, that's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the oh, shit keep coming. Episode 9, as I'll refer to it from now on, Kylo Ren beat her to, exhaust, to exhaustion. Like, okay. she's flipping through the waves running away. He's just walking through them. She couldn't do anything. I think things like little things like that kind of heightened the character. Now, again, I agree. I wanted it to be the meta movie that Jedi was, but I knew it wasn't getting that. So I walked in there and I said, well, let's see what they get. And what I got, another thing too, it's really hard to end something, let alone a 40 year history or so-and-so in the last movie that you got, got shit for it because they tried to go too deep on people and people were like, nah, I want Luke to tear down AT-ATs and shoot force lightning. And we'll get into a big plot hole in the... Rise of Skywalker got it right. Yeah. The Rise of Skywalker. Thank God I was giving you eyes for that. <laughs> <laughs> I had to give us a thought. <laughs> but no, we were talking about it. like the feeling of her being overpowered. I'm just a little. I got a little bit lost in the, the storytelling there. But uh, I'm just saying that again. For all her power, she couldn't beat Kylo Ren in a fair fight. Right. Again, I didn't say she was the most powerful person in the world. I said right away we're given that she appears to be far more powerful than Luke Skywalker was at any point that we. Well, really it was seen, year, except for like you right? know. The, di- the distance was a year, a year and a half. I'm not I sure. Know. I think it might have been a year. She had the books and she had right. Leia ch- walking her through it. Well, That's that, which also, more than what right, Luke had. No, right, right. Again and again, I'm not there to nitpick. It's again, it's I can, again, I'm not a fan of these things. I, I can only right. go on what I'm seeing. I'm not right. trying to read into it. It's like the fact that Leia was somehow trained enough to be a Jedi Master. I'm like, okay, she wasn't. She, uh, she I, again, okay. okay, what we've seen, she's referred to as Master, right? Uh, so again, remember, I, I'm only going to one I'm watching. She's referred to as master. We get a flashback of Leia training with Luke and she beats him. That's, yeah. another, that's, I, another, that's another right. thing that's so, stupid, so, by the so way. So again, so that's why I said before, yeah. that's why this is what I'm leading into. Again, I'm not here to say either, obviously, your opinion or what your is wrong. I'm saying this was a very Me Too movie. So that, yes, the fact that Leia was able to take down Luke, and that's a weird thing there too. Um, this... Her, whether she actually is more powerful than Luke is not my point. Right. It was visually, she, she was, was one of the most powerful things we've seen so far. And, you know, of, of, our, of our, 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 our Star Wars time, it was, it was just, that was very much a, like, like I said, like in my description, like it's very much sisters are doing it for themselves. They, it didn't feel like the other Star Wars movie tend to feel like, sure, Luke's got his shit going on, but they're kind of all part of the same adventure, sort of. Mm-hmm. This was very much like, yeah, I don't really need you guys, 
almost at all for the I most thought, part. I thought you know, that was I'm, the one thing you know, movie I did like. You know, was I, that... I didn't because it just felt it, it just moved the action to a Ray movie, not a Star Wars, Wars movie. movie. And right. and I thought that was weird. It just felt one sided. You know, because like I said, because the, the guys and again, it's not a male female thing. I mean, when I say guys, I mean the other people. They were helpless, helpless right. without her. Right. Like, I mean, no one in any of the Star Wars movies is helpless without Luke. They're they're, they're just doing their own shit. You know. Yes. This yes, was yes. just like, well, I can't open this bottle of pickles until Ray gets back. You know, it just it, it felt very much like a, a, well, a turn on the heel of, of 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 what is expected, like let's say gender expectations in movies or whatever. It it to the point that it that the pendulum swung too much the other direction, and I was like, I'm not enjoying this this is not a group activity this okay. is a ray activity you know you have more questions right i'm shutting up because i know you have more no 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 no, no 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 not in that way i'm sorry you said it as if me as the host having questions that's true but i knew this was going to stimulate this conversation which is what's more no, valuable i, I mean but, but the, i know but, you have i know you have more but, topics but have, that you want to get no, to no no but i have more questions in regards to go for my, it because mike says something very interesting in the synopsis mike says that you know um, yeah, you. I'm sorry. JP mentioned that in eight, they answer a lot of questions in, in episode eight. And Mike said in the synopsis that that um, in nine. I'm sorry, Jazz. My bad. Um, the, the champion speaks. Man, this, this guy. Well, wow. How can you stroke your own dick and point at yourself with both thumbs at the same time? I, I don't know. <laughs> That's my line. But Mike says in the synopsis along the lines of like, there's a lot of questions that were left unanswered whether you want to know them or not right what are some of the things that you felt were glaring whether they're plot holes or questions you were like they never answered something i'll throw one out there and tell me if i fell asleep i didn't fall asleep for this one i stood awake but that's not better (laughs) (laughs) wow um like for example there's a couple of things i feel like that they never completed like um finn keeps telling um ray there's something i gotta tell you yeah there's something i gotta tell you and they never get to it i'm like and we're not doing any more. We're not doing episode 10. Well, that's because she eventually had this out of the world romantic kiss with Kylo Ren. And he I, saw it. Another thing that's fucking stupid. Yeah, I'm I, keeping I, track of that. I'm like, I'm like, well, I, I'm like, that well, makes I guess sense. That, but, you know, she was digging on that dude when he took his helmet off in uh, seven. Yeah. She was, she was feeling it. I, I, I thought that's that. what that you crushed no, with a mask. She went, <gasps> and then the whole, could you put a shirt on? Look, but he's talking to her. No, but like, look, she's okay, go for Adam Driver's got great hair, but like, no, like, my thing is it's 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 the usual movie thing, which is again we're not talking about he's just a kind of bad boy that's just following a wrong path a little bit, um, but you know boys will be boys, and it's not oh I'm just trying to stop him if only I could just put him down in the corner. Right, he's mass murderer. She's literally trying to kill him. Yeah, not not take him into the cops. I'm a good guy. It goes from that to this kiss out of nowhere, which it was literally out of nowhere. This wasn't a kiss. No, thank it, you. Exactly. It was. I don't understand. It, it. There's no subtext in any of the movies that go. Like I said, just because you saw someone in the first movie and you go, I, I, I "You're disagree. attractive," it doesn't I lead disagree. to this. No, I disagree too. I, I think it, I they, they they kind of build on this they, thing they, where they where were, were trying you? to get each other on each other's side since episode seven, episode eight. 
Yeah, no, but it was over the end of the episode. No, but that but, doesn't but it's, make but it's romance. No, no, but it's <laughs> I agree. No, because they're not trying to get each other on each other's sides because they're interested in one another. So one of the great things in episode eight, and I, I can't believe that we're supposed to be talking about nine, and I keep harkening back to the good things that happened <laughs> in The Last Jedi. Because this movie, everyone's <laughs> trying to get away from it. But one of the great things that happened in episode eight is you figure out that Ben Solo becoming Kylo Ren is an accident, okay? He yeah. follows the tragic yeah. hero storyline that I would have liked to see Anakin Skywalker yeah. follow in the prequels. It is not his fault fault it's yeah. an accident luke is a bad teacher it's bad timing he wake ben solo wakes up and he believes that his uncle is trying to kill him yeah. for for a second luke was tempted to because luke is a flawed character so it was an accident so ray is trying to get him back on his side not because she's attracted to him but she's like hey this was an accident this wasn't supposed to happen to you there is still a chance for you know and it's, it's believing in the good in people right. And right so there's no precedent for romance there it's just like Look, I'm but that wasn't the precedent. The precedent was that's when you're joining. That's when and Kylo Ren is he takes off his helmet and Kylo Ren and Kylo Ren. It's the same thing. It's it's what always all the dark side users are going to do is like, yo, we can do whatever we want if you just join me on this, including each other. (laughs) (laughs) But but, but again, like even he's not interested in that at all. Like it's always been, you know, like you're powerful. Let's join forces and we can do whatever we want. Let the past die. Kill it if you have to. So when the kiss came out of nowhere, like this means what the. This, is this. It just felt like if someone just went like, oh, here you go. Because again, like I said, even initial attraction to somebody, that's fine. But now it has been a history of, like, if, if you're still attracted to Adolf Hitler after the gas chambers, <laughs> I mean, you know what, seriously, because I mean, he is Damn. killing people in mass amounts. This, right. this is not going too far. This is literally that example. So, it's like, I saw this guy who's kind of cute, turns out to be a mass murderer. But you know what? At the end, I, I'll kiss, I'll give him a romantic kiss. It's like, why? So you know? Screen Rant on YouTube, they have these series called Pitch Meetings. And basically, it's a parody, it's a parody yeah. of a screenwriter pitching a movie to a movie right. executive. And basically, all it is, is they're pointing out all the flaws. And they don't know it was so many movies. So they did it with episode nine. And it's talking about, well, at the end, so Kylo Ren is going to use his life force to bring Ray back. And this, out of nowhere, the executive is like, they should kiss. <laughs> there you what? go. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they need to kiss. That doesn't really make it. It's just make them kiss. Okay, fine. I'll put it in the script. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not arguing the fact that it was a little... Ugh, I don't know what the word is, but let's just call out it of that. fucking nowhere. Out of, <laughs> but it, it, but the truth is, it wasn't out of it wasn't out of nowhere. It just That's wasn't. Funny it, it was no no. It just <laughs> it just wasn't enough to justify what happened. Okay. And again, I'll give you that right. she was attracted when she saw him. But tell that, me, tell that me, that was would not have been better if after he revived That's her. No no. If after is. he revived her, if she had just given him the biggest like hug, thank you for joining the right side of this fight. I'm talking about a super hug. That would have been super, the most. Like, I'm talking, no, you know what I'm saying? Like, like the whole like I haven't seen you and you thank you for coming over. I agree, that would have worked. I would. I agree you know. with you. I agree with you yeah, totally. I, I can. I can rewrite the Phantom Menace, but right. that's not the Phantom Menace. At the end of the day, your treatment might have been better. I've heard yeah. tons of things from stories that were jacked that somebody added a sentence like a word oh, yeah. or two, we, 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 so they changed always, the dynamic and it's great. Yeah. The thing about the thing about stuff that comes out now is that. The internet, innuendo, the 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 fact that we know what's happening pre-production, post-production, all this other stuff kind of taints what we're doing. So I knew somebody who saw this that was like, oh, but it had 50 endings and so on and so forth. And I'm like, you think that didn't taint what you thought the ending was going to be like? Yeah, see, I don't, I don't, like, luckily it's, I stay away from all that stuff. It's hard not yeah, to. But, I, I give you that. It's, yeah, it's I actually, damn near, I actually don't read right. that kind of stuff. Yeah. But with that being said, I don't, 
while I don't I don't necessarily go oh, okay well I yes them kissing was the best moment of the movie or it was storytelling I didn't go oh what the hell I didn't do that I went especially because she kissed him I, I was like she was feeling him from, I didn't go oh what the hell either I was just like this is not a smart thing just it, <laughs> and, but, but, and also, let me just and, also and, toss this in with again a very Me Too type time. Then that also downgrades her character is so you were just hot for this guy. Well, and it, that's kind of like you're saying with her actively doing that. It's like so you're telling me this whole point was you wanted to get with this guy. That is horrible. I think the <laughs> biggest know? thing about Rise of Skywalker is now go back and watch the other two because you'll see the thing that Abrams did is he, he even with Lost he kind of works backwards. Right. So, the layers to lay to Ray, especially with her training in the beginning, is the same thing she did in the uh, Last Jedi and The Force Awakens. Is that when you piss her off, she goes for it. So as dope as she was keeping the as 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 great as she was with floating all the rocks and flipping down beautifully, which did the training course. And I said this the minute I saw it. She's going for that ball. She's not defending herself. Right. Right. And I'm like. Luke didn't do that. Like, the ball is not supposed to be something you slice. It's something you're supposed to block and learn defensive. Right. She's right. going for that ball. But, I mean, and but, if you, but at the same time, she wasn't because obviously she has the power to just get the ball. No, she couldn't get it. No. She had the trick. Remember what she did? Right. She no, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying she obviously has the power to get the ball. Like, like if you can hold that many rocks in the air, she but could she, just literally have gotten the ball if she wanted it. If you could pull Maybe a spaceship out of the I, sky, right. you have the power to get the ball. Oh, that's a, that's a, <laughs> okay. Right. That, 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 that's that's again, a very. I mean, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be. Yeah, right. But I, you know, again, I'm not. Ralph trying, for the win. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not trying to be like you know, like all pissy. But I'm just saying that like. And I, I agree. That is what was going. They're trying to show her aggressiveness. And I get well, that. They did but that it was just in all weird. three movies. You know? Like, go back and watch the first one. Like, she gets aggressive when she fights him in the snow and the planet's breaking up. Well, she doesn't, she like, goes she doesn't for, like to lose. Right. And, you she know, goes and I get for, that. She know? goes for Snoke. Yeah. When, like, when he's taunting her. She goes yeah. for it. And again, I wasn't in there like, okay, this is Shakespeare. But I was like, okay, J.J. Abrams is trying to put some subtlety in it, some subtext in it. It answered a lot of questions. Can she beat him in a fight? The answer clearly was no. She can't. But well, okay. I, no, I, I'm gonna. I, I want to stop it right here, only because I want. Of, in the interest of time, that some subjects we still have there. I mean, we we're still on Skywalker. We're still right now on, on this whole Skywalker thing. There's so many other characters that were <clears throat> that were brought in. Even though we're talking about the main characters, and there's a lot of other themes that they brought up as well. Um, just to kind of go away from the Skywalkers for a second, Mike mentions the whole how Finn and Poe Dameron were handled. In a sentence or two, how do you guys feel? How do you feel about the way they were handled in this particular entry of the series? Because you start off Poe Dameron and Finn um, with one characteristic, you know, of each. And they kind of change in eight. Do you feel like they improved them in nine? That they were interesting in nine? Or that they were just throwaway? You go first. I think, uh, I don't like how they were handled because, you know, it's... This entire movie, I think, is is reminiscent of my thing. It's like fans might know what they want, but they don't know what's good. Good for them, yeah. Yeah, they don't know what's yeah. good. They yeah. don't know what's like. To be, it's just because you think it's good doesn't mean it's going to be a good story. Right. So we start off and we meet Poe and Finn, and they each have their own stories. And then we have more moments with them. I mean, you have more. You have more Poe in eight, and you have more Finn in seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I have a feeling that's like okay, their people are still complaining about them, so we're just not going to do anything with them in nine. Because they are good characters and they have the chance yeah. to do something. But as you said in your synopsis, they don't do much of anything, which no. is dumb because 
They, like, they barely po, push the story the, along. Like Poe po, po is a great character. Yeah. And then episode eight, he has to learn that, hey, yo, your decisions affect other yeah. people. We're a team here. You can't That's, just do yeah. things by yeah. yourself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then in nine, he just doesn't do anything. Finn has to learn about, okay, he was part of an organization that took him as a kid and brainwashed him. And now he has to go fight against those people. And he meets other people along the way. The wildling type girl that I forget her character's name and he learns that she was also a defective stormtrooper yeah but he, by the way why do negro stormtroopers hate their job so much <laughs> Dude, they kidnap minorities the first order were minority right. kid. but let's just leave you on just the right face that might make you feel that have, way too I don't know it just makes you have you've worked on these characters and you've developed them and right. I'm not saying you have to tie a pretty bow on everything no, no, but it's not you can at least have them do something more than again, not be them helpless. Like Ray, not be the point that Ray has to move the entire plot right, right. forward. Yeah, and you can still do something with these characters. They have value and they're important. I don't like how they again they were kind of sidelined along with everybody who is not named Ray in this right. movie. Yeah. I agree. I do think what they did show to them did show growth. Yeah. I will say that. I think Poe was trying to be the leader. Right. Well, post the end, it felt like no, no, no. The whole movie because his when Ray showed up, did you like lightly? Did you like the light speed skipping? As a Star Wars fan, <laughs> what's interesting? So I, what I learned is looking back on it, the light speed skipping is actually very—it's uh, made as a metaphor as the movie will jump from plot point to plot point yes. completely because, random. Because, because, because it's no, hold, on, no, hold, hold on, on, hold on, no, hold on, because I, I have a question. Because, okay, okay, because. The whole thing is, I mean, unless I'm confusing my sci-fi movies, didn't they make a big deal out of it before that they need to like do coordinate mapping like before yes. they go anywhere? But and, 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 like and, crop and, kids, and, and close hold on, star, hold on, hold on, hold on, yes. coordinate mapping. Ooh, Lando had to tell it to me, but off solo. Not only did they need to do coordinate mapping themselves, they're being followed immediately by the bad guys who also, how many times have we heard before, they go, we don't know where they went because we have to, da 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 So they're just following them every time they, they that sit. And, okay, so here's the thing about you not liking it or you not liking it because of what you... Because what, what they, I've been told. But what they said, but <laughs> in, in the terms of what you're saying, what, what you're saying is not everything that has been told. Okay. You didn't like it because it's ridiculous because of the whole because premise of is. protecting the coordinates. But here's the thing about the story of The Last Skywalker. Everyone in that cockpit it's said either, the sorry, same it's thing. It's either The Last Jedi or The Rise of I'm sorry, Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> go with, say, the, go with numbers. Trying to really in. merge these two movies. Um, the Rise of Skywalker did this. The people in that cockpit said the same thing. And if you look at it from a storytelling perspective, if the Empire can now track you immediately in real time, and Lightspeed is no longer your escape route, what are you going to do, i.e. the hotshot pilot who's not Han? Han would have done that. Han was going oh, into... No, no again, he I, wouldn't. Yeah, Han was going into a... Han was going into a planet in Lightspeed in order to dodge the the barrier around the planet. He was coming out of Lightspeed in, at the forest. Yes, something so, was also created by J.J. Abrams. Granted. Right. No, okay, I'll give you that. But in the terms of the story it's telling, I can't... I might not have done it. You might have done it. But in the story of the tell, in, the, in telling of the story, Poe did some Poe shit because I, po it was Poe. Yeah. Po did some Poe. Like Han would do, right. never ask me. A, I never answer a question before I can do it. Like, like, like that's I, Han. I see. Shit. I see your point. I just disagree. Right. And, and well, I see the point. I like I said again. I mean, maybe I am mistaken. I just all I know is that they're supposed to be working on coordinates, oh, oh. and also like I said, even if the star um, bases or whatever can follow them, I'm like. These other ships cannot be that hot on their heels with that well, same they, information. Well, they mastered you know? light speed. They, they mastered light speed tracking, which was established in the movie before. Okay, I'll give so they that. can follow in your real time. That's what I took it as. They went off. They went off, and they, they know where they are. So what happened was you go. Ah, forget all light speed skipping. The thing about the movie that I did like about the characters was 
I do think they didn't get a lot of screen time, but I think Poe became the leader he was, Leia was trying to make him to be. Because this whole point against Ray and Finn were, we got to do the bigger thing. Right. Ray is always walking off, and he's, where's Ray? Where's Ray? And that whole point where, where Ray gets on the skiff right. was very telling of their character development yeah. because Poe is going off to fix the Falcons so they can go get her. Finn's like, we got to go, we got to go. And right. Poe goes, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? We're going to get the Falcon fish. We'll right. go get her. And he's all like, well, they you were, know, sh- well, they were not- showing like then her determination versus right. not seeing, I guess, and the bigger. You don't know what she's going through. Yeah. And he goes, you know, you're not, you're for damn sure. Right. But you know what? As soon as it happened, she showed up. Yes or no? Did you see the Palpatine um, twist? Twist that doing quotes. Well, did you see it coming? Like some people tell me, I, I, can't I saw it coming. But, but I just, saw it coming since seven. I'm which like, is yeah, impossible, cool, bro. Shit. Which is, cool story, bro. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah no. it's impossible. Uh, yeah, and Fish Mooney was a character. Yeah, no, they, 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 they pulled I, that out of nowhere. Right, well, no, did, did I me, see? Let it? me take you through the path so I can tell you how everyone could have seen it coming. How everyone could have seen it coming. Allow me to explain. So in episode six. Return of the Jedi. We see Palpatine get thrown down a power generator to where she explodes in a blue light. We can assume he is disintegrated. The Death Star immediately proceeds to be atomized, not exploding, just atomized. Right. However, the throne room will remain intact, just enough to land on a planet, right. remain intact for 30 years, right. so much that Rey can go into the throne room, get the, it's not a holocron, but I'm going to call it a holocron. I get it. And the fact that <laughs> he can survive, the fact to take it to a planet, well, not only he has a stadium full of hooded motherfuckers like Spectre. Yeah. That enough people that he could hire. It makes literally no right. sense. Yeah, no, it doesn't make any sense. So but, your answer is no? So, no. So, so my, whole, my point, though, is that... I disagree. Of course, there's no way... I disagree part of that. I, I, there's no way you can see it coming. I mean, as in, be like, oh, I That's true. But... The, when they brought back Palpatine, the moment they said it, I wasn't like gasp. I was like, "Well, that's pretty much why you brought him back." I'm like, "It wasn't. It wasn't that like I knew it was coming. I just it was like, eh, makes sense with what you've done with so far." That's you know? that's so, the so thing. You piece it that's together based on what they said. Palpatine, you piece it together. Well, no, 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 it's no piecing together. It's just that when he said it, you're like, "Well, this is the reason you brought him back." So not surprised. I just, to, but I didn't see it coming because why would you want to? To even the argument of the Sith loyalists who were all over the stadium, people were like, "Well, how's that possible?" And I'm like. In Return of the Jedi, the dude had dudes coming off the ship with him. Those were just loyalists. In the in um, the Force Awakens, there were wait, wait, children. Wait, what do you mean, dudes coming up? The, in Return of the Jedi, when he was like, "Rise," and he, the Death Star will be completed on time. He had the dudes in the hood. Those aren't the, Sith loyalists. Those, I know, those, are, those are, are the those guards are, of the Emperor. That is nothing. No, not the not the red, not the royal guard. The dignitaries. I had the action figures. They're tall dudes with black outfits on. Those were Sith loyalists. Wait, what movie are we talking? Return about? of the Jedi, nineteen eighty three. Yes, I'm, I'm aware. Okay, I'll, I'll even go to another one. Who was the dude who told later that uh, told Vader that Director Krennic was coming in Rogue One? Wasn't that a Sith loyalist? Lord Vader, Director Krennic is here. When he was in the bathtub, when he was in the back of the tank, <laughs> and the dude showed up in the robe and he said, Lord Vader, because I thought that was Snoke. Yeah. I was like, that's okay. going to be Snoke. Yeah. That's a Sith loyalist. And The Force Awakens, they were children of the Jedi. Um, the two dudes from Rogue One sorry, were- I, I, Sorry, I just realized who you were talking about Return of the Jedi. Am I right? I mean, there's no way we can prove it. No, right. there's right. There's no way you can disprove it either. What Abrams did was he took the information he had and made it, it just, into something. It just made it into something. They were probably nobody. They were right. probably his homies. Right. But I, I, Abrams I'll, took I the story. I always thought they were more along serving him because he's the emperor. As, right. I, as, as did I. Right. I. I agree with you totally. But the argument can be made that Abrams right. took something that existed and made it into something because it didn't have anything to begin with. No, I mean, that's and true. That's I mean, a, that and happens, that, that and happens I think that's what The Rise of Skywalker it. is a right. lot of. Right. I wanna, so that would explain the kids I and do, the whole... I do want to ask you this, though, point, I'm sorry um, to hurry this along, is uh, two things from the end of the movie. And I know it's probably just me, but 
when the uh, you know the big thing about like I guess we're going to be all alone in this battle and stuff like that. Um, you know, pose like, and everyone shows like like you know this ginormous rebellion fleet shows up at the last minute. It was just like Endgame did this better. Yep. You know. Oh, oh yeah. Like, hold yes, on, sir. But, but then I got. But then I have one other question related to Endgame. So, Darth Sidious, I am all the Sith. Ray and I, I'm. Did you know Iron, Iron Man? Man. <laughs> I was waiting for. I'm like, this Iron is the only Man. thing that's left for her to go. Iron Man. We we all. I said it. I when it did. I went. She's gonna say Iron Man. Yeah, I know. I, and I'm like watching this, and I'm going. They just stole two things from Endgame. This is horrible. <laughs> Let me stop it here. Only because we can go so much deeper, but we don't have the time. But we Which, need to. We need to. I we need to. We need a podcast series. I swear to God, because this is really good. Because I didn't even tell you about the worst plot hole in this whole movie. I haven't even gotten started yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, because this should have been a three-hour podcast. Unfortunately, we don't have the time for it. So, we're going to have to have you guys come back another time. Yes, sir. Um, but let's answer the questions which um, we usually ask at the end of any review, which is to rename the series. And I mean, to re- rename the, the movie and to rate the movie. So now, let's go into, re- if you had to rename the movie, what would you rename it? And because he's been the quietest so far, aside from me, Ralph the Tech, go first. How would you rename Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker, not The Last Skywalker? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that, you know my answer that, is. That name is taken. That name is taken. Ralph? <clears throat> Star Wars, Rise of the Pop, I mean Skywalker. <laughs> okay okay good i'll go next I'll, I'll call it um star wars ed because the rise was great but it fell when it counted so <laughs> just saying just saying mike uh just call it star wars episode nine we are a family i got my resistance with me oh that's what God. it felt like i felt like that was the whole point was like oh as long as we have each other we can beat that's, this that's we're family hug that was driving me crazy hero, big hero six fuck out of here um <laughs> no it's period seven <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> jazz what would, what would you rename the film <laughs> uh star wars the spineless rise of fan service <laughs> <laughs> okay jp uh, is it do you really have to know or have you heard it already Oh, oh, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. Damn. It's Star Wars Episode Nine. Why were there Ewoks in this? Yeah. There's this thing called fan service. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which fans? Not Did me. I see the, Wicked with the his people children? That, the people that still oh. love Ewoks. And they still exist. Listen, some people still like that Ewok movie. Yo, both of them. Here's the thing. I will come back on the service and I will defend the Ewoks with both of you guys. We're going to have that one. We're going to have that one. Remember, Ralph, when we did the Alpha and the Beta episodes, that'll be a Beta episode. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So let's go for it. Ratings for Star Wars Episode 9. I'll start with the experts first. JP. Um, That's tough because we're coming off of uh, The Last Jedi. And that was beautifully done. This okay. time will tell. Um, out of 10. Out of 10, 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10. Okay. Of 10. Jazz. I'm going to give it Champ. 4 do it out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Best right. child of the bluff as, uh, as Palpatine. <laughs> do it. Um, I'm going to go with um, 6 dis- disfigured. How the fuck did they get Vader's head? In the fucking, you know, in the fucking shuttle out of 10. I was like, didn't it? Isn't it just a helmet? What? Isn't it just a helmet? It's a helmet, but it's a skull, right? 
No, it's just a helmet. No, it's just a helmet. Because I was looking at like, is that a skull? No, it's just a helmet. No, it was like the bone fused to the edge of the podcast over. We got to do this podcast over. I misunderstood everything. Ralph. I give it also seven busted up uh, Death Stars, which we thought would like blown to bits on a planet out of ten. I'm glad they didn't bring Death Stars back again. Uh, technically, they did. <laughs> they yeah. go with the guns. Also, yeah. it's not a planet; it's a forest moon. Yeah, uh, there you go. My bad. Yeah. yeah. And last but not least, you should feel bad. I should. Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson is gonna call me up and be like, "What's wrong, bro? You fucked up. Mike. You fucked up." I give this a five. Take my name off the writing credits out of ten. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I could have sworn I saw you. By the way, too, like I like the fact that, like, um, I mean, they did typical uh, like national treasure type stuff with that whole discovery of like using the knife. Because I'm like, you do understand that if if literally, and I mean, I'm actually going too far. If she was literally five degrees in any direction, she would never have been able to find using the knife because you had to know exactly where to stand to get that image in there. If she stood anywhere else, it would have been like, nope, we don't know where to go. (laughs) That's a solid point. It's it's a it's a horrible point. But anyhow, so there you have it. Well, not really, because I can never see that scene again. (laughs) So there you have it, Star Wars Episode Nine. And is Mike saying that Nick Cage needed to be in this? No. (laughs) But guys, guys, Luke, was Nick Cage in it? (laughs) Luke, I'm your father. Okay. (laughs) Don't go anywhere. Geeks on the go is next. So, you think these bozos would actually have the foresight of creating a new commercial after they make something cool? Well, since they're too lazy, Big Kev here is telling you to download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app. That's right, it's got lots of cool features, like different comic trivia games to keep you busy, and an episode vault so you can catch up on shows you've missed, like all the episodes with me. New things are being added as we speak. So download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app for all of your Apple devices in the App Store. Also, find Meanwhile 22 Pages Later on Facebook and tell them what you think of the app and the show. Personally, I think they suck. Geeks on the go. Now more plows. Guys, 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 guys. Are you second. guys still fucking talking about Star Wars? Sorry, hold a second. No, we need to get... Sorry, Ralph, what do you think? Nerd! <laughs> See, no, I, I don't want to know. One second. Ralph, what do you think? I think... It doesn't matter what you think! <laughs> he went wrestling? He went wrestling. Wow, okay. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. All right, so all right, so you guys all know the segment, even though these guys were talking over my intro. Sorry, <laughs> what you say? Yeah, for, exactly. Sounds like Ralph when it comes to Mike. Who are you again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek. We're not making under a minute. I have four people here. There's no way I'm making this happen. It's possible. It's you possible. just have one question. I have three. Oh, there you go then. Okay, well. I mean, Mike, what's your prediction? You just need to believe. Wait, you have three questions and there's five of us and you still want to make it under a minute. Yeah, okay. That's if he was listening to say, oh, God. <laughs> Ready? We all, we, okay, we all know that Cap can finish under a minute. It's fine. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but, if, but if you look at my daughter, I finish well. Ready, set, go. The, oh, oh uh, <laughs> stop, stop the timer. Stop the timer. <laughs> Don't clear that up. Start the timer. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I meant. Go. <laughs> What's your favorite Star Wars movie, Ralph? Uh, it has to be Episode Four. It's the first one I ever saw. Okay, JP. Last Jedi. Mike. 
Uh, episode five, I guess. I guess. Oh, Jazz. Return of the Jedi. Okay. Next one. A comic book assassin hands you a box with something in DC from the DC or Marvel Universe. What's in the box? Jazz. The Snyder Cut of the Justice League movie. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph. Um, this fucker. Um, um, pass. Oh, that's not even a, an option. JP? Uh, the Collected Set of Secret Wars 2. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Mike? Doug, when did Paltrow's head? <laughs> Goop that. Um, <laughs> the Batman preview came out this week, or the Batman still came out this week. What are your feelings about the cowl? Mike? People need to get a life. Shit. <laughs> JP? Daredevil season four. I'm excited. <laughs> Jazz? It's a good looking picture. <laughs> and Ralph? Are you fucking kidding me? So close. Are you fucking kidding me? So close. Are you fucking kidding me? Aww. The impossible task? I'm almost there. God, it sounds like life. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike, we did it. <laughs> I wasn't involved. <laughs> sure. Oh my Wink. God. Okay, we're going to get your answer to your question. First off, give me this question and then go back to the, the one you said pass on. Um, so, you ever seen those old football? Oh, now he's going long. Like the first. <laughs> First football players with the leather helmets? Yes. That's what it looks like. <laughs> so you don't like it, I guess. A lot of concussions are coming his way. <laughs> <laughs> Batman's first crime, then like six months later, he's come back out, CTE and shit. <laughs> nice, that's going. And, and what about before it, with, with the whole, what's in the box? What does the, what does the assassin give you that's from the Marvel or DC universe? Uh, plastic man's head. Plastic man's head? Yes, my boy. How did he cut it off? I guess he just froze. They, they just put the whole well, thing. They just froze him. I guess. Just well, well, also, if it's plastic man, it's his head. Maybe the rest of his body like strung along. It's, it's all up in there. Yeah, it's, it's all up in there. Wow, this yeah. is just really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Episode sixty nine, all over again. <laughs> Episode one forty four. Oh so, yeah. All right. So, any shout outs? Anybody? Anybody to shout out? Um, first, we'll go Mike and Ralph, then go to our guests. Any shout outs? Yeah, we're good enough. People know what I like. By the way, I do want to shout out there actually to um, Johannes. I want to know how the book is going. Oh, that's right, Johanna. Shout out to to you, Swedish boy. Hopefully, we can hear from you and find out what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I want to know how his book that he's he's gotten it published. I think in Sweden, but I don't think it's available here. But maybe he can let us know. Yeah, definitely, Ralph. I would like to shout out everyone who's listening and has been listening. And I would like to give a shout out to our great guests who Absolutely. came onto the show. Fuck today. those guests. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you don't agree with them doesn't mean they're not good people. Mike Fuck came, you too. Mike came in third. <laughs> Mike and I agreed on most everything for the first time in a really long time. That should yeah, be for another true. decade. <laughs> that's true. And and, and uh, Man of Steel is a sucky movie. Go actually, sure. Actually, no. Back to back. Knives <laughs> Out and Rise of Skywalker. We agree. This is never going to happen again. I know. Knives Out. Wow. That's right. Knives and, out. and you agree that Man of Steel is a fucking movie. No, Knives like Out too. Yeah. Anyhow. <laughs> JP, shout outs. Um, I... Squandered today. Today's my son's birthday. Wish him happy birthday. Happy birthday. happy birthday. Why are you here? Because it was a Star Wars podcast. And since when I told him happy birthday, I'm going to do a Star Wars podcast. So I might as well give him a shout out because he's pretty mad at me, but he's not really pretty He'll mad forgive me. you. I'm, I'm a son. Out. I'm a son. I, yeah, I yeah, we're good. That, yeah. Yeah. He was like, Star Wars, go do it. We, so, we all are. <laughs> Thank you for feeling so special about being a son. I'm a good son. How about that one? Oh, I'm a good son. Yeah. Um, any other shout outs? No, that's it. And Sons of Fate, real quick, anything? Uh, yeah, we're wrapping up the web series and we're moving on to the new book. The new yeah. book. When you is, say web series, what do you mean? It's a web series tied to it, which is a like prologue action, and a prequel. Animated? Uh, no, it's doing? a web series. It's a comic web series. Oh, I'm trying to find so, out. I'm sorry, yeah. Hold, hold on a second, hold on. So, Mike, there's this thing called the internet, right? Wait, hold on. If you're going to do that, then you have to... 
Ralph explains it all. I can't believe I had to fucking tell him to press the button on that one. So, Mike, there's this thing called the internet, uh-huh. right? Where web pages are hosted on computers mm-hmm. where people can go and see the information on the web pages. All right. Can, can they and, see them in still images, animated images, or in live action? Or can they see all three? Yes. Exactly. Hence my question. <laughs> Mike know. explained it to him. <laughs> <laughs> Most web series, comic web series, are images. Just since he is a, comic they could be artist. animated images. Yeah, but has he done? Have you done anything animated? I think? have not. There you go. Hence, there's I, your answer. Hence, I asked. And this has been Ralph explains it all. You see the problem we have now. <laughs> Last but not least. Jazz. I want to give a special shout out to Chris Terrio. Now, I know that name sounds familiar because he is the writer of episode nine. Oh, the reason half why a writer. To, the reason why I want to give him the shout out is because not only did you win the Oscar for best screenplay for Argo, you then proceeded to write Batman v Superman, Justice League, and then episode nine. Oh, shit. So way to go. What a career. <laughs> <it's been. laughs> yeah. He's slipping. I guess dementia is visible. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Well, shout out to our guests. Like Ralph said, so glad to have you guys here. Um, shout out to everybody listening to the podcast so far. Please hit us up. Let us know you're listening. Um, by this time, you'll be like, whoa, what's going on? We probably will be sending a couple of podcasts back to back to back because we're a little backloaded because that damn artist of ours. We're sending two things three ways? <laughs> no, we, we, we have to send... Never mind. I'll explain, I'll explain math to you later. <laughs> a couple of things back to back. Oh my back. god! Okay, here we go. I don't mean to be nitpicky, but I don't mean to piss on shit. Oh, I did. I didn't. I, I didn't preface that sentence with that. Okay, you know, you know what? No, just something you said earlier. Yeah, that was for that. Okay. Anything else you want to add before we go? Nope. Two does not equal three. Oh fuck! <laughs> and the last Skywalker doesn't exist. So. It does in my head. <laughs> so it was probably a better movie. <laughs> so for MFG Mike the Finance Guy, RT Square Ralph the Tech. JP DeShong and the champion Jazz. This is the cap saying, keep it geeky and block and key next. Yes. Yeah, possibly. Yes.